0: Show time. I want to say I miss people, but I really don't. Hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show, my second for the day. And usually when I do these, I do them back to back. But for whatever reason, today I waited like eight hours, and now I'm tired AF. Yet another questionable decision I've made with my life. But the positive thing about doing both episodes in the same day is I've gotten all the COVID talk off my chest. I don't need to talk about it any further. Sometimes it's nice to forget, right? Well, in my life, it's always nice to forget, right? Most things anyway. I don't know how other people live, but I'm I'm trying to search back to a pleasant memory. Well, outside of my house anyways. I do like my home life. But outside of my home, I think the last pleasant memory goes... I'd have to go back, man, all the way back to like 2013... When I was on a date with a certain girl who mutilates herself. But now that I think about it, it's not really warm and fuzzy like it used to be. I just feel really nothing. I just, it's just, I'm just all empty and hollow on the inside. Which, you know what, tell you the truth, beats being depressed. You know, they say in an after school special, I'm not going to be here and be like, you want to feel something. you That's what makes us human. It's like, nah. but sometimes being human means you want to kill yourself. You have these thoughts of just jumping off a bridge or hanging yourself or dropping a toaster into the bathtub. But the only reason you don't do it is because you're too cowardly. So screw being human. If being human means I am no longer living, I'm rather being emotionless and Neither feeling the good nor the bad makes me, you know, continue on. I suppose we have to go with the latter. Well, I mean, neither is fine with me, actually. That's what happens when you lose all hope in life. You don't really care which way it goes, because you know it's never going to go the way you want it to go. I'm never going to have the cloud debate, the cloud dilemma, let's call it that. I'm never going to have the, the very brain racking decision of Tifa... Or Aerith. But actually, I wanted to talk about this. I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, who should he choose? Aerith or Tifa? One's like really athletic and fit and busty. And the other one is really sweet and kind and nurturing. Although Tifa is too. Both are really good girls and both are really good looking. It's very difficult to choose. But then I thought about it. I'm like, why should Cloud have to choose? I mean, sure, those are both good girls and ideally, you know, I'm sure they were brought up with good morals and, you know, they want to be in a committed relationship, you know, a, a, a monogamous relationship and not a polygamous one like some filthy tramp. But think about it for a second. All those ideals should fly out the window when you live in a world where they're literally draining the planet of its life force, To give you electricity. How long do you really think you have? I'm sure Aerith wants kids. Tifa is so good with Marlene. I'm sure she wants kids too. And I'm sure they want their kids to have kids. But let's face it. There's a very good chance if they had kids. Those kids might get to 20, 30 years old. Maybe not even that much. When the planet no longer has the uh, the ability to grow food. They're literally going to have to kill a man for a turnip. What kind of life is that for your kids? Never mind this this white picket fence situation you've got in your mind. Let it go. Cloud's pretty dreamy. The dude's like super fit, got amazing hair, and those deep blue eyes that you can just drown yourself in. You're lost in for many a years. If I'm Cloud... First of all, I'd be awesome. But secondly, I'm going for both. And I would say exactly what I just said now. I would pitch them on a really bleak future. So, you know, let's just enjoy here and now. Let's have a great time. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. And it would be a good time. I would cycle between these chicks every other day for six days. And then I rest on the 7th. That's the one old-fashioned thing I would do. But Like, the good Lord wanted us to rest on the seventh day, so I rest on the seventh day. And it's really to give those girls the, the day off, too, because if I'm with both Tifa and Aerith, if I didn't cycle them out, don't think I'm a monster, I'm doing them a favor. If I didn't cycle them out, they would definitely both have broken pelvises. You see, I am a good man. I am a very nice boy. And to further prove that I am, the other day, I saw it on Twitter. It was on my feed. And it was uh, one of these killer killer hornets, these murder hornets, which, you know, is public enemy, which should be public enemy number one, because they're killing bees and we need those bees. So they should be public enemy number one, but it's not. But it's kind of in a lot of people's uh, consciousness now. These things are to be feared. And even though I don't like hunting things down. This is one of those things that need to be hunted. Or at least I kind of feel that way up until I saw this. This was a video of a praying mantis, which turns out to be like the bane of uh, these murder hornets existence. And I can see why. Because in this video, the praying mantis just absolutely demolishes this murder hornet. It comes up from behind it like, wraps itself around it and, like, starts, like, eating its head. It was tough to watch. Like, before I saw this, I wanted the murder hornet's dead, but then I saw it happen, and I'm like, this seems wrong. We don't know that murder hornet's a murderer. Maybe it was one of the nice ones. And then it hit me. That's how racism works, doesn't it? I realized in that moment... Not every black guy is going to rob you in a dark alley at night. Not every white guy is going to rob you in some systematic way during the day as a white-collar criminal. And not every beautiful woman is going to rob you of the respect you used to have for women. And just as I was about to become enlightened and say, I'm done with my racist ways, I'm like... One bad apple ruins the bunch. Enough of them will rob you of these things that you can't trust any of them. You wanna hate me? You wanna hate Asians? I'm gonna hate you ten times more, bitch. DTA son, don't trust anybody. But I did really feel bad for that murder hornet, because this was like uh this was clearly a setup. This was inside a lab. It was like a white background, this was clearly a contained situation where they Grab themselves... This is pretty twisted if you think about it. Somebody grabbed one of these live murder hornets and was like, we're going to feed it to its natural enemy. My goodness. Like, only people can get away with this, right? Humans can get away with this. Like, imagine if a, a, a greater power, a greater... Of a deity coming down and grabbing a baby and throwing it in the mouth... Into the den of a lion or into, like, a alligator's pit. People would go crazy, I mean, I guess it would have been kind of better if this were uh, like a National Geographic type of situation where they just have a camera set up and then they like film this stuff happening. Or at least I hope it's a camera set up there. At least I tell myself that because I think it's a real twisted move if there's a cameraman sitting there waiting for bad shit to happen. Like what kind of soulless piece of shit follows around like a a baby monkey, you know, having a good time with her family, you know, enjoying life, you know, all trusting and just, you know, living her best life. And then some giant bird comes and takes it away and rips it apart and eats it. What kind of twisted mess of a man sits there? Not only watching this happen and not intervening, but knowing it's going to happen and waiting for it to happen. I could never do that job. If they're like, so this is going to go down and you're going to capture it. I'm like, sure, that's that's why I'm here. That's what I'll do. The second I see that big old bird, I'm taking it out of the air. That's when I take one of those good old red, white, and blue self-defense assault rifles and I take it out of the air. And I, don't, I wouldn't even give a shit if it ruined the entire ecosystem. Even if they're like, what are you doing, man? There's only three of those birds in existence. That one was the last male. You've doomed those birds. And they're very important to this ecosystem. They take out those monkeys who take out this other thing. You've screwed up the entire food chain, Kenny. And I just look at them menacingly. The only thing I'll say to them is, it's too late. This is the black materia. The meteor is coming anyway. But because I had this uh, moment where I'm like, oh, I think I'm a good person. I I rewarded myself by having a big old bowl of ice cream. You know, win some, lose some. I may be a good person, but I'm also fat. But then it's a good thing I ate real quick, because it turns out I may not be a good person after all. Because uh, here in Toronto, there's a couple... It's so a family of foxes, so I don't know how many there are. There might be th- three or more. That's what it sounds like to me. And they've been living in the beaches under under some, like, uh, like boardwalk or something. Adorable little creatures. You know, I'd like to pet one myself, but, uh, you know, I feel like that would probably end really poorly for me. Or really well, depending on how I want to look at this. But over the weekend, one of them got killed. And when I heard that, it broke my heart. It turns out some dog killed it. I'm like, what asswipe let that dog off its leash? I'm assuming some dickhead provoked it. They did it on purpose. You know, they wanted to sick their, their big, scary dog on these little foxes. So I was immediately like, let's find out who that dog's owner is and hang him by his balls. You know, turn that dog over to a good trainer or a good family or something, but murder the owner. And then I heard another story. It was today, same day. There's a big old dog that turned on its family, turned on its masters and attacked a like two-year-old girl and attacked a 13-year-old and then attacked the the mother. And the news reporter was really quick to jump, uh, to put out there, oh, but uh, they're injured, but none of them were uh, fatally injured. The dog's dead, though. They put that thing down. I'm like, oh, I'm disappointed that the dog died, but I'm even more disappointed that the children lived. What would have been really great would have been if that dog murdered that child, to send a message, don't mistreat your pets, or this happens. So to recap, it turns out I don't like people. I like animals much more. I feel like I could save that recap for episode like 5,000. Because with my luck, I'm going to live a really, really unhappy, long life. And on my deathbed, I'll be sitting there talking to probably nobody at that point. I think the viewership is bad now. Wait until I'm like 95 years old. The grandpa, stop saying these horribly racist, granted, pretty entertaining type of comments. Yeah, yeah, keep that to yourself, you crazy old kook. And of course, it won't be you know, my, you know, descendants, I won't have any descendants. I'll just be like some nurse at a, at the hospital telling me this. But I feel like at that point I can recap and be like, so to recap my career, cause I'm calling this a career now. Yes. Yes. It's a sad life I lead. I'm like, so to recap, I really didn't care for people. That will be The overall theme of the Kenny Ho Show. Everything I say is just a way of expressing how much I dislike people. But not to the point where I want to gun anyone down. If that's what the FBI or CSIS thinks is going on right now, nope. I don't like people. To the point where I won't even go and try to kill them because that's a form of interaction with them. That's asking too much of me. No thank you. And it turns out there's another person who doesn't like to interact with people, and that's Ruby Rose of Batwoman. Well, formerly a Batwoman, because she called it quits. She handed in her two weeks resignation, said, I'm done. I no longer want to be a TV star. I mean, to walk that back. She's like, I'm done. I no longer want to be on television. Because that show, let's just say it's not a star-making show. In fact, it takes any goodwill that you had towards you before you started the show and really takes the wind out of that sail. Because even though I never watched that show, I thought it was a good idea when, um, when they first brought her in. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Batman's still pretty big in movies. I guess they don't want a second Batman. Yeah, sure. Why not, Batwoman? That's never been done. I had no idea what the hell a Batwoman was. I didn't know that. It wasn't even a thing. Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, that's my girl. But Batwoman, never heard of her. But I thought they did a good job of casting, you know? You know, it turns out she was a big old lesbo. You know, she was lesbanese. And Ruby Rose turned out to be the right ethnicity. Uh, lesbanese. I don't know. I found her pretty, but you could tell she's like flaming gay. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, that's I guess that's the that's the role right there. Good job in casting. But then you see the first trailer for the spin-off show and yikes. I'm like, okay, so you're just gonna beat us over the head with this girl power shit, right? That's probably not the move. Cause I feel like Sure, you're, there's probably more girls than ever watching this type of content, watching uh, superhero shows and movies and stuff, but I feel like the majority of your fan base is still fat guys who live in the dark, who troll TIF forums, who are keyboard warriors, who, granted, are cowards in reality, but they're going to say some angry, mean shit to you on Reddit. They're going to have a lot of male pride on Reddit. So you should probably not... Go this far but they went that far and that show from what I understand a ratings disaster somehow got a second season because it's on CW and CW doesn't work on regular metrics it has its own evaluation of success basically the woker the the show the more successful they deem it but now they may this may or may not be a good thing for them because they're gonna do a second season and they're doing a recast so who knows, maybe they're going to bring in someone who's actually, like, really charismatic and can take that shitty content, the shitty writing, and, like, turn it into gold. So it's possible. But I mean, they didn't find her the first time around, so what makes you think that it's going to happen this time? Realistically, you're going to get second best, which in this case, I'm like, wait, Ruby Rose was the best you found? I don't want to see second best. It's like showing up to a strip club in the middle of the day in a in a rough city and seeing the sea talent I'm like whoa this bullet hole jane is the best you've got I definitely don't want to see who's second best pregnant peggy so we'll see what happens but when i say we i mean kind of like the you know gen general we not we as in i'm a part of that group much like the human race i don't really consider myself part of that group i do not partake in their festivities nor do I partake in watching Batwoman. Well this is the last thing I have to talk about today, and I don't really want to stop right now. Uh hopefully you haven't already tuned out. But if you haven't you might be like you're like yeah what the hell? Well I haven't turned it off at this point. Go ahead. Okay. Well it turns out I just read this like five minutes ago. Well before I started I guess. I have been recording a while, so like 25 minutes ago I was reading that multiple outlets suggest that Ruby Rose quit because actually before I get to the actual reason there was I think there were some interesting speculations and rumors early on you know people were saying that is because she got you know cyber bullied because everyone hated her show and those you know incel trolls I was telling you about jumped all over her ass for it on Twitter. So she left Twitter and she also got injured on the show. So the people are saying, you know, she didn't like the stunts. That hey, the Twitter thing I get like, okay, you don't like a show. Don't go attack the actress unless she's like the writer and director and an executive producer on the show. I would not go attack the actress. So I get that if that was the reason but I mean, you just leave Twitter. You're fine. Just don't go online. Most, as I said, people are cowards. They're not going to come up to you and be like, your show sucks. I wish you were never born Ruby Rose. Nobody's ever going to say that to your face. At most, they'll be kind of in the like in within like earshot and they'll talk to their buddies and like make fun of your show. But that happens to so many people, if not everybody in so many different facets of life. That's not a reason to run away from doing your show because guess what? You're on television on a, I wanted to say successful show, but like you're on a pretty, you're on a show that's part of an interesting, successful uh, universe. There we go. And they're not, you're winning. Don't take that on. So if that's the reason, that's stupid. She shouldn't have done that. So if that's the reason, I get it, but that's not, that would have been the wrong move to make. And if it's, uh, like, she didn't like the stunts aspect of it, it's like, listen, lady, here's the thing. You signed up to play Batwoman. You you signed up to play Batwoman. Did I just say Batwoman? I mean, that's pretty apropos, but let's... She signed up for Batwoman. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? You legit went... Like, did you not read the script? Like, that whole script is like, I'm better than Batman. That suit is only perfect when it fits a woman. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you not, like, watch Batman Begins and not do any research? Like, Christian Bale did a lot of his own stunts. You're trying to top him. You're trying to top his performance. You're trying to top his character. You should have gone in there expecting you were doing all of your own stunts. So now that I get it, like, if you get injured, it's like, well, I don't want to get injured and, like, lead a, and be, like, in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. I better leave while I got away with one. I get that. I mean, if if I put it that way, I guess it's understandable. But at the same time, you know, as a Kenny Ho show, not everything makes sense. So screw you. Shouldn't leave because of stunts. You should embrace it. You should be like a Christian Bale almost get blown away. I did. It's like, no, he didn't get blown away because he's a man and he's smarter than you are. And he got away before the explosion happened. He saw it coming. He wasn't too busy taking selfies of himself to not notice his surroundings. And for myself, I just thought maybe she's, you know, she left for creative differences, you know, in the f- sense that she wanted to be on a show that was creative and different and good. And the producers weren't interested in creativity whatsoever. We're just trying to, at best, do a show that found a new creative way in injecting gender politics at the expense of quality storytelling but it turns out there's a very good chance she left because she worked too many hours per day i'm not freaking kidding you apparently she really didn't care for how much time she spent on set and That made her really unhappy. And uh, I read between the lines, it sounds like she was a real pain in the ass to work. Well, she was a real bitch. A real bitch on set. And this didn't sound like she quit. It sounded like she quit because they were going to fire her ass. I'm I'm not going to go into great detail, but I just say I've worked with a couple bitch actresses in my day. And if that's the case, good riddance. Hit the road, lady. Like, nobody's gonna miss you. Nobody's gonna feel sorry for you. Like, it's not like she's new to acting. She's been in stuff. Like, what did you think? I was an extra on a movie one time. And I was there for, like, 14 hours or some shit. And that's being an extra. I'm literally not even in the movie. I am a blur in the back at the very most. Yet, I was there for 14 hours. And I'm expected to be there... And every time I did that gig, which was not a lot, every time I was, I did that gig, I was there for at least 10 hours. You're the star of that goddamn show. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you were just going to work nine to five every day, have your weekends off. Like, was she a model or something before? Like, she's not from acting, right? I know she's done stuff, but clearly she didn't grow up acting. She's clearly didn't go to theater school, didn't do any of that. Because if you go to theater school, you don't have a life. You don't make any money, you don't have a life, and you deal with bitches all day. And I mean all day. Like, my days used to be, I'm up at 6, which is late if I'm on a TV show, but I'm up at 6. I'm at school prior to 8 o'clock. And if I'm lucky, I'm home prior to midnight. And that's a student. That's just being at school. Dude, you got a show that's got 20 episodes, millions of dollars per episode, And you're making probably pretty good coin. Suck it up. Do you know how many people would kill to be in her position? I'm almost certain if you ask... Like 20-25% of people... Like if you could pull all the actresses on this planet... To be like... Would you literally kill a man to be Batwoman? To be on the CW? To have your own show? I'm gonna say... 25% of those people would say, hell yeah, hell yeah, I would kill someone to be in her shoes. Like the other stuff, as I said earlier, the other reasons, that's all understandable. But if you're like, I don't like working so much, I'm lazy, then screw you, lady. I don't feel bad for you whatsoever. And whether or not this is true, the fact that it's out there now, people are going to think it's true. And I don't know who would hire you. I don't know how many producers are out there willing to spend their money on someone who's lazy. Because that's got to be like the worst sin, right? Like Christian Bale, I hear, is pretty difficult to work with uh, at times. Because there's definitely difficult actors to work with out there. There's definitely bitches and dickheads and such out there. But if they're talented and they're hardworking and they get the job done, then people will deal with that. But if you're lazy and you're a bitch... You're not working. That's just... Uh, Ruby Rose, you're not that good looking. You're not like Megan Fox good looking. You're not like Natalie Portman good looking. You're not baby girl Lily Collins good looking. You're alright. But you got lesbanese written all over you. That limits your appeal to the point where even if you're super hard working, if you just suddenly bail on a show, it's going to be very hard for you to bounce back from that. So who knows? They should probably give up on the show, but it doesn't sound like they're going to do that. They're going to recast, and they're looking to find someone from the LGBTQ community, meaning the dandies, the old flufferonies, the homosexuals, if you will. Which, here's the thing. I don't back it, because they should really... Like, I feel like that's also a prejudice because when you... At least in Canada, when you cast, you're not allowed to put on your casting notice. Even if you want a white person, you cannot be like, Caucasian only. You can't be like, whites only. You have to say, can play Caucasian. Because you never know, there there could be like a Persian girl who could pass for a white girl. So that's why... So that you have to do it that way, so... So as far as I'm concerned, under those same parameters, you should not be allowed to say we will only cast you if you're into people of your same gender. We will only cast you if you're the right sexual orientation. That's like that would be like a company being like, hey, no freaking fluffies, straight guys only like that's it is totally that It is just reverse it's like reverse of racism. This is reverse sexism. So I don't back it. I think they should just cast whoever's best for the part. And if that person turns out to be gay, which there's a very good chance she will be anyways, because this is acting. There's plenty of gay people that work in acting. You don't need affirmative action in that industry. If anything, you probably need a few affirmative action mov- movements for, for like straight people. But I guess that's it. I went on a lot longer than I thought I would. That's episode number two for today. And this week, I don't think I'll go to three. Oh, you know, you know what? It's already Saturday. It's Friday right now. It's already going to be Saturday by the time uh, 245 goes up. There's no way 246 is going up on Sunday. So I guess not two in a week. I'm just recording two in a day. Did I release 244 this week? So maybe there was two episodes this week. That's good. I should make up for lost ground, because there has been times I've been tardy and missed episodes, and I should probably do a little catching up, especially because the road to 300 has officially begun. I kind of mentioned it briefly last episode. I listened to 100, then I listened to 200, and I got really inspired. I don't want me to toot my own horn, but I listened back. And I remember when I was doing episode 200, I was dealing with some shit and it affected me, you know? I gotta, you know, be stronger moving forward and not let stuff uh, affect my performance. And I felt like it affected my performance. But when I listened back, I'm like, you know what? It really, it really didn't do what I thought it did. I thought the performance was still fine. And I enjoyed listening back. I'd forgotten a lot of the jokes I'd written. And I'm like, huh, I can. I can put a little wood on the ball every so often. I can get a knee slapper in every now and then. So I got very inspired by myself to write jokes for 300. I don't know exactly how 300 will go because 100, I tried to do like a variety show. At one point, I wanted to do Kenny Ho show entirely like every single episode as a variety show that was during a time when I was spending six to eight hours on an episode of the Kenny Ho show so I can see why I was in that headspace but there's no way in hell I would do that now like back then I scripted everything you know there were more bells and whistles and more production stuff so that's that was par for course that like you know doing a song every week you know, we probably would have added like four hours to my day. But back then I was a workhorse. I had like three gigs going on at any time. At one point I had like three podcasts going on at the same time. So that Kenny, episode 100 Kenny, I can see why that Kenny would have, could have, should have done a variety show every single week but i'm glad 1 at least i got 100 in there that was a variety show 200 was meant to be like a straight up comedy special so i don't know what 300 will be the road just started there's definitely going to be jokes cuz it is fun to sit down and like think like a comedian cuz that's something for a while i wanted to do that's something that briefly That's something people thought I was going to do when I was a kid, when I was like 17, 18 years old. I did a bit of the stand-up comedy and people, everyone was like, oh, so you're this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life, right? I'm like, not a chance. I'm going to the dive bar and telling jokes. And I stand by that decision. But there has been times in my life where I'm like, I should have just done it. I could probably do it now. Actually, I probably couldn't do it now. I feel like it's such a PC world. I go out there and I do an old-fashioned, if nothing else, you know, uh... Black on black crime joke or a white guy, white collar crime joke. I'm getting like pelted with rocks, right? Never mind the rotten fruit. These guys are pelting me with rocks. And they would definitely not take lightly even to the black materia joke. They're like, this guy's talking about genocide of the entire human race. So I am very interested in writing some jokes, like, like a stand-up type of joke. And I do like the skit stuff like uh and I do like singing, even though that's probably not the most popular thing that I do, but I love singing. So and with the numbers I get now, with this this is basically me doing whatever the hell I want to do. Not once in the past like two years have I been like, So what would the audience like to listen and hear? It's all right, let's go on there, have some fun, let's try to be entertaining, but let's most but mostly let's enjoy this. So there's probably going to be a song on there. No guarantees, but definitely there'll be some jokes. But that's still a long time away. Depending on how this all plays out, I mean, if I don't have a gig, I could I could foreseeably do five Kenny Ho shows in a week. And in 10 weeks, we'll be at number 300. But realistically, over the next couple months, you know, it'll be up upwards of two maybe three three episodes a week if it's like a really creative week for myself where i'm like oh yeah i got tons to talk about let's go on there if i'm really on top of shit i wouldn't hold my breath is what i'm saying i would say two is maximum but if i do two two for the next 10 weeks that gets me through 20 episodes we're at 246 is it 246 now that's 266 you're still talking over 30 weeks That's still almost a year. So we're looking at best case scenario. Like eight months from now. Episode 300 goes up. But realistically a lot will happen between now and then. And it will be like a year, year and a couple months or something. I want to say who knows. I'll meet a, a fine foxy Natalie Portman. I'm again looking at the Natalie Portman poster. I'll meet a nice Natalie Portman type of girl. And... She'll distract me and you'll never ever hear from me again. I'll be I'll be too happy cuz there's no Kenny Ho show if I'm happy. I can't come on here and be like, "So, life is great, isn't it?" <laughs> Get off the stage. But life is great, Kenny, and you're the best. Go back to sleep, Kenny, too. All right, that's it. That's episode 246. Of the coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had yourself a great time. I've had myself one hell of a ball doing this. So until we talk again, you take care of yourself. But for now, it's nap time. Toodles!